I'm trying not to start this one off laughing too much. Yo, welcome everyone to Looking for More, your dedicated podcast for all things gaming. We have a focus here on MMOs, game development, and gaming culture. I am your host, Simorg, and I am joined by my party members, Total Freak. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Also joined by Lexer. Hello. This is the first time you didn't sing to to Freak. I'm, no, actually, I didn't sing last time, did I? Did I sing last time? You did last you time. You did. I was there. This is the first time. <laughs> uh, it's the end of an era. End of, well, for now. Oh, no, man. <laughs> also, the Nathan A. Palm, welcome back, buddy. Hello, glad to be here. Yeah, I was going to say, you think this is the uh, the last time, end of an era, but, you know, Freak starts mentioning clear seats, and we're... <laughs> anyway moving on how how are you guys been have you all been doing since last time anything Not bad man yeah busy, busy anything stand out in terms of making content for you that are here in content creators no nothing, nothing that i can uh, talk about DLC. <laughs> oh my god did you guys hear about uh okay so mist isn't here with us today he had to call out a little late unfortunately wasn't feeling too great but he did leave us with a, a little blurb about something we talked about last time which was the chronicles of illyria lawsuit it looks like they are lawyering up for real and good for them man i was i was really happy to see that because man caspian man needs some lights justice you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying, Nathan? You know what I'm saying. I totally agree. I totally agree. I've been on that Discord watching the development of that, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I'm glad to see something's moving forward because obviously uh, that is one of the dirtiest plays. Yeah. In in the kickstarting or or uh, getting funding for a game, quote unquote, uh, and then just totally screwing your your player base. Hmm. Or you're wishing to be player base, I guess you could say. Yeah, hopeful player base or player base that you could have. I'm telling you, man. As uh, also with some news about the uh, this was on social media, and I caught this one. I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but like, what is going on in the gaming world, or just it's it's definitely the world. But I saw this one: the Guild War Two, a Guild Wars Two dev. That basically was doxing somebody on social media. Like, dude, really? It's like a big dev, too. I was like, what is going on, people? Let's let's get to this one, though, because I am curious what you all think about this, okay? Camelot Unchained. Now, I have, from a pretty good distance, followed Camelot Unchained. If you all don't know about this... Camelot Unchained is another MMORPG in development. It's been in development for quite some time, well before, I believe, Chronicles of Valyria and um, Ashes uh, went in development, if I think Ashes of Creation. If I'm not mistaken, someone can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure it's right. Um, and I just never chose to back it or any of that. Not, I just, it, you know, in my gut, I just didn't really, it just something didn't feel right. Still not saying that I'm right, but... This is just one of those things that reinforces my choices. And this was... So apparently, their forums, in order to actually access their forums, I guess you had to be a... You had to fund the game. You had to back it, right? Right. That's not uncommon. I didn't know that. But then, here's the part that's actually... This is the part that actually gets me, though. Is apparently, here sometime in the past week, 
they had posted uh, the leader. I forget, what's his name? Um, someone. He did Dark Age of Camelot. Mark, Mark Jacobs. Thank you, Mark Jacobs. I'm horrible with names. He uh, he had had a post on Reddit, and apparently that post was outlining that they weren't going to allow people to talk negatively about them or the timetable for the game's development anymore. Like that, I, my takeaway is that we're going to silence you. We're not going to let you have a voice. What? Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, and, and before I say anything, I want to say that I am a huge fan of Mark Jacobs, huge fan of dark age of Camelot. Uh, I'm a backer of Camelot unchained, um, made videos about it, uh, and everything. But I, I believe what's happening here is that obviously Dark, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Camelot Unchained is the longest in development post Kickstarter success yeah. out, um, way, way beyond the uh, time frame they originally yeah. set. Uh, but everybody was kind of okay with that. I mean, you know, obviously nobody's okay with it, but you know, there were it was mm -hmm. okay until they took the engine they built for Camelon Chain, which, by the way, ground up, built their own engine for the game right. so they could they could do the PvP the way they want. They took that engine and made another game. It was just like, hey, surprise, we got this other game that's going to launch before Camelot Unchained. You know, with the money you gave us um, to make Camelot Unchained, we've designed another game, and it's not an MMO. It's like a... Uh, I don't know. It's like a horde rushing you defensive kind of thing um and the fan base lost it right i made a video about like how horrible of a decision it was i talked to a couple of other developers in the mmo space and they were all like oof like that's not wasn't a smart decision mm -hmm. then he was like no no we're still making camelot unchained we've got we just were able to expand it so the story goes that he's made this engine he's going to make a lot of money off of it right like he's mm -hmm. going to sell it to developers or to this and that and it was funded by the fans to make Camelot Unchained. And this game's yeah, like super Who didn't pay you for an engine? Right. We didn't pay you to make an engine for you to make money, right? So Ken Mark Jacobs is a very defensive person, right? Like yeah. he's the kind of developer he probably should just be behind the scenes and that he should have a PR guy talking for him because he will just lose it right there in front of his community. He'll, you know, he'll just say, he'll, he just speaks from the gut, right? Which is good and bad. Lately, it's been bad for him, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, I did. So, here, here's the thing, because um, I don't know when developers are going to finally start get this, getting this to their head. Surprises are bad. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's a good surprise or a bad surprise. They're just flat out bad. Because now, if you, it, I'll put myself in his position. Now, if I were developing this game to test the engine or to work out maybe some ideas for Camelot Unchained. Mm -hmm. If I were to tell people that and explain to them why, it's no problem because they expect it to happen. They know what's happening. They know why you're doing it. But when you don't give them any context, you just uh, throw it on people, they automatically go to the negative because the sad part is, is that nine times out of 10, they're right. So you spring this new game. What do, you, what, what do they think? Oh, you're not working on Camelot Unchained anymore. That definitely happened, or at least it came from the community. They think that, oh, you're just, you know, 
wasting money. I'm sure someone said that as well. Yeah. Or there's all these now there's all these conspiracy theories about how he's trying to make money off of other stuff that has nothing to do with Camelot Unchained. I mean, it would have been cut off at the head before it ever became an issue if he was just open to people. Now, in in return, now that he's closing off, can't talk about anything negative. I understand. Feelings hurt, man. But the thing is, do you take proper, well-thought-out and created constructive criticism to be negative? Because it's not negative. People will take criticism and they will present it in a very negative way because they just don't have enough IQ to write anything without thinking or reading it first. So if, if, it's, if they assume that all criticism is negative, that's going to hurt you. Flat out, because other people can see things that you can't. I'll tell you right now, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do or how long you've done it. You will miss something. Human nature. Every set of eyes you have is good. And that's where constructive criticism can be very helpful. Right. Constructive being the primary yep. point here. Yep. Now, Todd, not talking about your game's timeline. When you have previously, mm-hmm. again, that's going to make you look very, very bad. I don't care what anyone tells you. It's going to make you look bad because you were open. You were talking mm-hmm. about it. And now people are just going to think that, A, its development has ceased. Or now there, there's weird stuff going on in the background because you're not willing to talk about it. Or that you just don't care anymore about this product. None of these are good scenarios. You're going to have a couple of these really diehard fans who are just hopeful. And I really don't blame them because I've been there. And they'll just, you know, they'll always be rooting for you. But now you basically took, let's just say, to make the math easy, easy, you had 100 people following you. You're only down to your diehards now, so you might have 30% of your original left. If that, yeah. If that, and I'm being, I'm being very kind on my estimations here because everyone else, while they may still play, they're not going to have a high opinion of you. And yeah, that I'm means not. when the game's released, going into the game, they're already jaded and they're only going to see the bad things, the things that are not complete. They're only going to see bugs and the issues, and then you're going to lose them and you're going to lose anybody that they have contact with. Man. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like we've actually been, you know, and this isn't even to like, I'm not trying to like even rag on him or bash on Camelot Unchained either. I've, I've loosely followed the game over the years, you know, and Me too. it's pretty ambitious, you know, but I could see like this idea of, yeah, not paying for an engine. And then you, I, I feel like there's multiple games lately who are like, let's get some backing and I'm going to like dig into all of them, right? We've talked about them over the past several shows. But it's like we got some backing now and we want to like, oh, but hey, also support this other game we're now working on. Like what? Yeah. Focus on what we, you know, what your intention was, you know, and it clouds the vision. Right. So, you know, I back Camelot Unchained because Mark Jacobs did Dark Age Camelot. Love that game. Um, Had his hand in uh, Warhammer uh, online, which maybe didn't do so hot. I don't care. I played it. I loved it. I thought it was an awesome game. Um, so, you know, every project he touched before, uh, as far as I was concerned, turned to gold. So I backed it like pretty quickly, but 
starting to get that buyer's regression. Well, no, I'm still glad that I backed it because I do think something's going to happen with it, right? I have lowered my expectations a lot on what I thought Camelot Unchained was going to be. I do think he'll get the game yeah. out. Um, I think he's putting himself in a position, though, where he's he's changed what we thought his vision was, right? So right. I thought his vision was to make a PvP-based, faction-based game. Sandbox where now, game. I think he just likes to make engines and make do incredible things with technology i don't think he necessarily uh, i've seen a lot of the community uh before the silencing uh, people been saying for mm -hmm. years that dark edge camel was a fluke for mark jacobs that it accidentally hit the right formula to be awesome right i disagree that's a whole lot of coincidences right but that was a let's be honest it was a long time ago uh, what was that? 2001. Yeah. Um, he's a totally different human right now, right? Like 2001 me to 2020 <laughs> me. I mean, come on, that's a long time, right? But I think he's putting himself in a position where he's going to end up having to do something he probably didn't want to do with Camelot Chain. He's going to end up, it's going to be one of those early access uh, because he's lost. He's had to do so many refunds. He's lost so much of the investment. Uh, I'm sure that the back-end investors are pretty upset about everything too it, he's created a very nasty scenario for himself here's the sad thing now if you get yourself a good pr person they could take all this information present it on a good timeline timeline and they can actually get your community excited over this instead of having this apocalypse the sky is falling kind of thing going on now but they just don't freaking do it. It's the same thing with Ashes. Early, it's the same thing with Pantheon before they just before they started all the newsletters and stuff. Because someone pulled the reins on that pretty hard, and now it's on the right track. Yeah. But like Ashes has shot themselves in the foot multiple times, and it all could be avoided. You just get yourself one good PR person. And the thing is, there's a lot of fans who are probably pretty good at PR. Okay, because they know what triggers people. Because they've been there, they've been triggered. Now, assuming they have good communication skills, they'd probably do that for free. So why don't you take advantage of that? I mean, I know there's red tape from a business perspective, but I personally think that red tape is certainly worth losing a huge chunk of your investment over just being stupid. <laughs> yeah. I feel like what you guys are talking about now is why it's ruined for other games too, because this is just hearing the conversation that's happening right now is one reason why I've never backed a game before. Mm -hmm. It's just way too nerve wracking because it could be like um, the Chronicles of Illyria issue or something great like Ash as a Pathfinder. I feel like there's no really middle ground. It's either one extreme or the other. Either going to be a complete fucking failure or it's actually going somewhere. Right. There, yeah, there is There is no... It's basically turned into a, a coin flip these days. I like yeah. I like how I like how you reference the, the podcast I run for Ash as a Creation instead of... Ash as a Pathfinder. Because I've been doing my own research on it too. Like ever since... Uh, yeah. I heard about it through through you actually. Hell I've been yeah. like doing research and shit on it, and it takes a lot for me to back something. And yeah, I'm very 
careful when it comes Cautious. to that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, it's definitely catching my eye. Yeah, well, honestly, I, like, I, I think it, Ashes did great. something. They did something incredible, right? So, in my opinion, from my perspective, mm-hmm. Ashes Creation was this game being made that had a way larger budget, but still, it kind of had that indie kind of feel, right? Because they were doing, they were trying something freaking new, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to put your genre forward. So, I was my interest was always peaked, but then they did the battle royale thing, and and yeah. I was just like, okay, what is happening here? I'm already like, okay, forget that game. I like pushed it completely out of my, uh, just everything. And I think a lot of people did. So what did they do? They hunkered down, worked on the game, got a lot of really cool stuff together, got it, you know, so they could be like, bam, here's what we've been working on. Look how cool the game is. And people just came back like, oh, cool, cool, cool. It looks awesome. You know, and they got over the fact of the weird battle royale, weird stuff they did there for the most part so um that was a smart move that's how you take something where you thought it would be good give the players something to play for now you get to kind of test out the engine a little bit etc etc uh but it blew up in their face and they came back from it in my opinion and i think they yeah. no, they did well. i agree did. yeah there but was a dark period like... there was a definite dark period after yeah. oh yeah there was a good year <laughs> there of like a do? rough time man yeah and it was tough for the community too but you know with where they're at, where they're at now it's like but you know it was another situation where there were like a lot of people and I, look i'm not a white knight for the game i i have a lot of faith in it i backed it isn't that the definition I, of a paladin <laughs> that's right baby because i am a paladin <laughs> but you but the, the hey freak what the hell is that oh, thumbs <laughs> <It's> down <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> huh jeez man i mean you were talking about clear seats before we started that's practically light right Moving I on. Heavy to support my weight. <laughs> this is a whole different. This will go into a whole different direction real quick if I don't veer us back on track. But uh, you gotta me a second. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the thing is though is even I had some pretty strong criticisms, and there was that dark period, and there was a lot of the diehard community. Was man, people were like bailing out, pulling the plug like just a lot of negativity and regret and they they even I ne- talked I never I, I never pulled away yeah. almost said pull out but that would have gone that in a bad direction um, I, ne- I never I never pulled away I got banned Oh yeah you talked you talked about that one I think on one of the other shows didn't you Get uh, banned probably, in the forums probably. yeah Yeah uh, I, don't even I can't speak to it. I I don't know man I can't speak to it but all all I can say is like I'm just a guy who likes games who back this game and and I believe in it, but there was a period where there was a lot of people in my community, uh, people that watched the podcast that I run for it, and just you know it was quiet. But they they did what they needed to do, and you know it. But it was another situation, unfortunately, much like a lot of these other situations we've been referencing, where people are like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on in my game," and then the worst happens. Chronicles of Illyria is an example, and it's just man. You know, it makes it tough to to know what to trust. Or when people go and they switch it up, it's like, hey, here's our vision. And then they shift gears on it, which look, and that's what happened with Ashes. Like people were like, wait, your vision vision change. Like, but they yeah. got back over on track, whereas other other ones that hasn't happened. And man, it's tough, man. It's tough. So if we're going to talk about shifting vision, right? Yeah. Um, which I hate, right? Yeah. Like if you laid out your plan and we gave you money for that plan, it's different if we didn't give you money, right? Then it's, uh, it's not my dang business. But if we give you money for your vision, then you shift it. 
I can I, I can get over it if I think it's a smart business decision, but I can see that you're you just made a horrible decision mm-hmm. for your community. New World. So that's the newest MMO uh big name coming out, right? And you want to talk about shifting your vision, dude. What I'm a, gonna what play a it. I'm I'm gonna give it a fair shot. I'm gonna go in with no expectations, right? Because I'm desperate. But <laughs> they they really shifted their freaking vision back. Like, oh, I know. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that game went from we're all PvP, and everyone's like, well, what the hell about us PvPers? Oh, we're going to shoehorn mm. that in, yeah, because that's going to go great. Yeah. <laughs> I anticipate yeah. no problems at all. I was stoked for New World. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. was excited for I it because it was just it new. was something new, mm-hmm. and I am fucking terrified. Well, Smedley, yeah. Smedley's on, there, on that one, isn't he? What was that one? What? John Smedley's on that one? I believe so. so yeah, he is. He never, yeah. he's never openly admitted it. He works for Amazon. He's working on an MMO. But he's in I the closet he, for his MMO. To, yeah, <laughs> so he could be working on the Lord of the Rings one. Though. Just because his working, name is arsenic to whatever product yeah, he's that, working on. That's probably why, but he could be working on Lord of the Rings and not on New World. We really don't know for sure. No, it's 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 one of those internal things where I think he had someone had mentioned it, and at the, that point, I was like, I'm out. No thanks. I w- I w- I would rather sit on a cactus and try to bounce like a pogo stick. Yeah. Need help with that? Like, <laughs> sure. Breathing exercises. Oh no! I'm just, I'm just gonna kind of bite down. On, I'm gonna bite down on, a, on some leather and go the, at it. He wants. I'd still be in less pain. I'd be in less pain than playing something that Smedley touches. That could be a separate folder file uh, subcategory for the OnlyFans, too. Uh, there's people. Uh, they weren't here for that, you guys. <laughs> Again, stuff that happens before we. Oh, sorry. Look, when we're talking about our, our potential combined OnlyFans, or if we're talking about, like, you know, clear seats and, and stuff and things, you know. Wet or dry. I mean, we're we're not talking about anything specific. I'm not. I'm not going to elaborate Always on that. Might. We have very adult conversations before these shows start. So yeah, and, yeah. And guys, uh, hopefully the audience understands that everybody has to have some kind of future to set for themselves. And we're <laughs> trying. And some of us know our worth. Sells for twelve ninety nine. <laughs> that's why the sign I take to the corner says some of us know our words twelve ninety nine. Or twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine a minute. That's higher than mine currently. Oh my so, god, so, dude. I said I know my worth, so it's <laughs> that bad, <no. laughs> Oh yeah, well, yeah. Oh god, dude. We don't have long though. We Speaking don't have long to find out about the world. Oh. Yeah, freak, yeah. What you got? What about MMORPGs, huh? Did anybody catch the Bethesda stream today? Dude, I, w- I didn't need anybody to get it. I so. didn't get to watch it. No, I, I no. was lurking in it and got my drop. <laughs> but I was working in real life, oh, actually, okay. so I couldn't. I, I missed it. So, Stonethorn DLC announced. You're right. I'm still trying I'm to know. I, I, mean, I'm, I mean, honestly, the past two days, it's a lot, you know, compared to the past two months. I the past two days I played PvP and like I'd say like Sucks. nine out of ten games in Battlegrounds, it was okay. But then there was that one time that uh things didn't work. So 
I don't know, man. When I've got two months of a bad history going on and I got two days of decent, I still I can't use two days to to feel secure about the past two months yet. I need like another yeah. week or two. But I don't know, man. I, I can't speak to the but it feels okay. I mean I mean so they're saying it's gonna hit next week. What? And I'm scared. Yeah. Already? Yeah. Yeah, both Stone Thorn and Update 27 should be hitting the PTS on PC and Mac next, oh, next, next week. Oh, shit. So, hitting PTS next week, meaning what? Sometime uh, next Tuesday, month. Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, yeah. We're be seeing it. Yeah, I anticipate a smooth launch. Because, no problem. Yeah, they like to put on PTS for a day and a half and then Dude. go, what, next week? We'll go ahead and release this. Everything seems to be going great. This is what I'm talking about, man. Like, it's like you, you had a crack foundation. You started on a crack foundation. You keep building on the crack foundation. You say you repaired the cracks, but you didn't give yourself long enough. Are you guys laughing Fair, because I'm losing a little bit? <laughs> well, I mean, I, God, I'm going to say this right dude. now. If you play ESO, download the fucking PTS True, and report man. fucking bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. There are, like, there, there are bugs in the game that were still there since beta. Oh, my God. Do you That's really Yo, think yeah. that they I, I, even I pay attention to those bug reports? Because all the evidence actually supports the contrary. I mean, I'm, I've am i been playing since 2014. I, I know the... Yeah. It's a fucking it, terribly it's a addicting game. It really yeah. is. Because it, it, you have so much hope for it. Yes. You know, it's, it's still all on my PC. I you, still tell myself you just got to get get to the point where you can do the higher level stuff. And I just yeah. can't do it. But regardless, so what you were saying, it's so like, Sim, I've been having the same fucking issues because like yesterday was my first time actually logging in an MMO since my weekend. Yeah. And, uh, I the first the first P the first BG I went into I went twenty and two on my on my on my stamina templar nice and then I played on my Sork from there on out desyncs and oh. I was either on a team of two including myself or a team of three including myself just the entire time for the oh. next like fifteen games yesterday so, I played and it was like a three v three v three so the the matchmaking doesn't it just yeah yeah I'm so I'm I'm scared for this DLC coming out because. Same thing, like you know, there's just the they haven't fixed you. Not fucking ready yet, dude. More crap, gonna introduce more bugs. I was gonna. Yeah, I like, got I'm down for update 27, but adding a whole new, com- adding all these new components in a DLC. It's a bad. It just move. doesn't feel like anybody's ready for it yet. Any yeah. developer, software, game, whatever, will tell you right now that that's a bad move. You need to fix yeah. existing bugs before <laughs> you add additional features. Mm-hmm. Can we talk it's about just the way? Can we talk about the ESO PTS real quick, Freak? Did you do you remember it was like around the time it was before update twenty five, I think, happened? Mm-hmm. And there I don't know if you went and played, but I hopped over there one day and they were gonna make these changes. They were contemplating changes with the heavy and the light attacks. Mm-hmm. And I went and I checked it out. And so like right now, like basically, you know, your your heavy attack does a you know, does a well anyway, they were gonna switch them to where like you had oh, remember yeah, yeah, heavy attacks were gonna give you right magicka. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Light attacks were gonna give you magicka instead of heavy attacks, which is how it currently right. works. And then so you were gonna get a stacking buff. Yes, right. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So every time you light attack, you're gonna get a stacking buff, yep. and then you would re regenerate X amount of resources yep. once you hit a certain amount of yep. stacks. Yep. Yeah. Which which wasn't bad for like it was decent, right? But right now, a lot of people have this meta build PvP build around light attacking, and 
they were putting it to where heavy attacks were going to do a, like the damage and light attacks were going to be like you're filling your magicka back right and dude i went and was playing around on a target dummy and my heavy my my heavy attacks were hitting so hard you would have had a bunch of people running around like this is as casual as it gets running around heavy attacking everything and being like boom i win yeah, I was like, no. dude, dude. I, I would, I would have loved to sit down on that design meeting because I just would have been like, how many drugs do you people do? Seriously, they're trying to remove skill gap. Right. That's their their mm-hmm. entire intent is to remove the skill gap in the game, which I gotta have some. Just, just makes it a, a keyboard smasher. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand it because like literally you're leaving your end game then to fucking like how cool can I make this house I can only put twenty furnishings in right <laughs> oh That's yeah literally what the game is into if they, they remove the skill all, gap they do all this because they're too lazy to design any type of feature or system or anything to just help people improve they don't bother to ramp up difficulties on a smooth curve. It usually goes from, oh, this is way easy to what the hell, we just died and we're way over here. Mm-hmm. And their, their first reaction is, oh, let's make the game easier. I thought developers finally figured out that we want there to be skill involved. That's still not... I thought, Only I thought when you we listen finally... to the communities. Well, I mean, there were some pretty obvious hints, right? Like... Um... People like World of Warcraft Classic, everybody's like, oh, it's going to be harder, and it wasn't, right? But they thought it was, and they were so excited, and then they're like, this is easy now, too. We want something difficult. Like, everybody's screaming. It's almost like you'd have to be, like, doing this, like, covering your eyes literally all day not to see that people like to try. Right. They and like I, to try. Even if they're not good, they like to try. The high that you get from being successful in a lot of these games comes from accomplishing something that is not easy to accomplish. That's why all these raiders get, you know, super crazy highs on the side. That's why you see people in, like, the WoW arenas. You know, when you're fighting for that warlord or whatever the top place is, I've been out of loop for a while. Gladiator. And you beat the last team that gets it to you. That's why you feel so good. Yeah. But and I mean, don't get me wrong here. I know everyone's going to listen in on this and be like, "No, this is everyone's just being toxic towards Bethesda." But the problem is, is a Bethesda. It's been it's just the way they've been, and yeah, we're not gonna, we're not going to pull any punches just because we're all we all love Elder Scrolls, and I'm pretty sure we all love Elder Scrolls. God, I love yeah. the I oh, love, I love the Elder Scrolls so much, right. dude. I would give. I mean, I would I would gladly. Run down or walk down the street naked with people follow me with bells saying shame, shame, shame. If they could turn their shit around. Oh my yeah, god, I, dude. My I would do I would do it for twelve ninety nine also. But um <laughs> <laughs> But I would like to say that that oh uh, the, the the thing that is so I thought that I thought everybody kinda knew this, right? So like I remember when I was a kid and there was games on, on that I couldn't beat, right? And I remember my my uh, friends at school told me there's this magical device called a game genie, right? Where you can beat this game or you can get past that level, right? I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds so cool. So I got a game genie. I use it. And I beat the whole game. It was just like, well, that sucked because now the game's over and like I just cheated. There was no, I don't feel there was no feeling of accomplishment. Right. And from that moment on, I realized 
cheating doesn't help you in life. Right. It just it doesn't mean anything when you cheat. So or but that applies to it just being so easy too, right? So there's this new thing where it's like, well, if you can't do it, we'll just help you get to that goal without being able to actually mm. accomplish the thing. The one right. thing that caught me for ESO and the reason why I was actually going to originally quit the game again was because then I was learning how to do the light attack weaving yeah. and shit. And the number right. one video on YouTube at that time was the healthy and unhealthy way of light attack weaving. Healthy and on unhealthy. how to like the way to do it without getting carpal tunnel. Oh, and the way to do it <laughs> by and and get carpal tunnel. <laughs> That's, so funny. That's hilarious. You know what the thing is though, like about the Elder Scrolls Online, like I I I'm gonna be just this is I think this is why I still have I still can't get away. Like I've had people in my community tell me before that this is what it is, and I I agree. I'm gonna explain why what it is, but. It's when you love the Elder Scrolls game so much. And I was that guy who was like, you know, background Wrath of the Lich King with World of Warcraft. I was like, man, if they ever made an Elder Scrolls MMORPG, I would be in it forever. Right. And then they mm -hmm. did. And then it started to become what it is. And it's like, why do you keep going back? And someone in my community said, it's like that bad X that you go back to. And I would sit there going, you know what? It's like that bad X, man, that every time they hit you up with something, they're yeah, like, hey, hey, baby. No, no, no. It's It looks, you know, they look so good. You know, they're talking to you just right, calling you up. Hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> they're calling you up. They're like, hey, baby, Sim, you want to come back to the roost? <laughs> and, and then you go back and it's a bad time. It looks great. But it's a bad you know, time, it, and you're going. I can't it, do this, man. It's painful. It, well, or it, wait. So is is definitely that X twelve that you really like beckoning you, and then you get around the corner, and she's got five guys waiting for you. <laughs> and you're just like, no. <laughs> but you know, I I keep going back because it looks so good. The game looks so good. Doesn't perform that great these days, and it, it seems to me. Just my experience, but I mean, if I'm sitting there in a in a battleground hitting buttons and you see the 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 outline, it's like, oh, oh, so the game actually knows this is happening. This is real life. It knows I'm hitting that button, but nothing's happening. At some point, you gotta go, man, dude. I guess I, all I can do is antiquities, man, or whatever. You can only take getting kicked in the junk so much, no matter hot how hot they are. What's that your thing? We're in desperate times, guys. Do you guys know what I just downloaded? This is how desperate life has gotten. I just downloaded. Oh, okay. I haven't even opened it yet. I may not even open it, right? But I downloaded mm -hmm. Black Desert Online because oh, what? God. I have nothing else to do. I have nothing else can we, to do. Can we kick him from call? I'm playing oh, EverQuest. I'm playing dude. EverQuest on the Aerodune server. But, you know, I've been there, done that. I want something new. God, I need something just different. So I, I've done this a hundred times with Black Desert. <laughs> play Tetris. Play Minesweeper. God bless, dude. <laughs> I need I need to be it's hard. an MMO. I need to be I, I know. I know how you feel, though. Yeah. I really I mean, I'm playing on the EverQuest emulated server called Wayfarer's Haven. Nice people. Nice people. Hmm. 
Um, not a super populated, but they're it's like it's like Project Two Thousand and Two is what they need. Um, so I play there. I've been playing some Conan Exiles because it was you know oh, it wow. was super cheap. Um, I've been playing my usual stuff that I play that no one's really interested in, but. I know how you feel. I really want to be immersed in an MMO. I want, like, I want to be, I want to be back in that situation where even though I can only play for two hours during the weekday, while I'm working, I've got another chat window and I was talking about the experiences of someone. We're just yeah. sharing stories about it. You know, that's what I miss. Because you really bond with people or making a friend in this MMO and all of a sudden you get their contact on Discord. Now they're like, yeah. oh, we just did this. And you're like, oh my God, you know, you're just having a good time. Not in the game necessarily. We can be in the game as well, but it's because of the game. Yeah. That's it's what I Because you mean. want to be in the game. Like I want yeah. a game where all day I'm like, I can't wait till I have a little right. bit of time back in. Right. It's, it's the catalyst for good times, mm -hmm. good experiences. And none of the games that are out there right now really can even facilitate that. Now, I'm not going to bash on Black Desert for a lot of its flaws, because it is a very pretty game. But the way that game is designed, it is not very social. So right there, oh, yeah. you have no reason to talk to people. You have no reason to up. So yeah, till the very end. Right. Like so games. You're, you're not really going to enjoy yourself or at least get that feeling from that style of game until you get to the end game. But the problem is you want this socialization now. You don't want it 50, 80 hours in, you know? Yeah. The the only reason I always go back to try and Black Desert Online, and I always never make it, obviously, is because it is the only game that is not, that is a, a actual 3D, not, you know, yeah. a bird's eye view, that mm -hmm. is grindy. And I need my MMO to be a little grindy, right? Like, I don't know why. Just a little grind. Um and it is that, at least. It is that. So um, I always fall for it, but I haven't even loaded it up yet. This hey, time. can I show you guys something really geeky? You guys remember last episode we were talking about that tabletop? Okay, the Steam tabletop D&D &D, right, thing? Yes. Remember how I was talking about, like, man, I really want to get into D&D? &D. You guys want to see what I've, I've been slowly getting? I think when we ended the call last time, we were hanging out, we were chatting, and I showed you guys the D&D &D guide I got to, like, learn me some stuff and things. I, uh, <clears throat> you guys know I like red and black, but there's my red and black dice. Nice. Oh, so nice. <laughs> They're metal. I'll go, dude. I'll go to storage and pull my books. So next week I'll have them behind me, but I have, yeah, I think my 10 binders for when I was DMing. Oh, oh shit. I, I have a confession to make. Yeah. I've always played D&D &D twice. Me too. Yeah. Actually. Well, three times and technically. Twice. And the last and time ended in bloodshed. Last time what? Last time ended in bloodshed. Oh, um, in real life. In, in real life. Um, <laughs> that's concerning. Yeah, I think you're talking about larping. <laughs> no, not larping. <laughs> paper D and D. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Because um, your fucking cotton balls. I was, I was playing with some with some friends down the street. Um, well, not really friends, more of acquaintances. It's just, and um, I was getting really good roles. Oh, I was just I was just very lucky. So then the the DM, I didn't know this. This was not something he couldn't do, but he basically just was like, oh, this doesn't count roll again and all this other stuff. And all the other guys were getting pissed off. 
and eventually they were telling me that he's cheating because he doesn't like me, which started throwing words and then fists. And let's just say, I don't care what his AC is, I still hit him. <laughs> you didn't have to roll for that one. I did not have to roll because he was sitting down and he went over <clears throat> ankles over, <laughs> over over shoulders. This, you know what, Lexer, you need to start a series and you can reach out to lots of D&D people. You need to start a series called When D&D Goes Bad. That would be oh, an God. awesome <laughs> series, I think. Wait, will you, um, will you use your puppets to, to be the people? Yes, I'll reenact it. I'll re. I need the story. You tell me the story. I'll reenact it. Yes, definitely. Okay, I will. I will have to write that story down. <laughs> For, to the best of my recollection, it's been Dude, a couple years. You guys, I really want to like get into D and was telling these guys because like I've actually like low key have been working on a this whole like universe like for for years now. And I want to like try to like take it and put it into that format, but I feel like I gotta like learn. I think that the D&D guidebook is really great if you're a storyteller for character development. Like I'm, I'm looking at and, and the hero with a thousand faces, man, that it, that I've been like looking at for, for my, you know, character development. But I like low key want to like really get into it. But it's so overwhelming as somebody who isn't fluent just in D&D. You know, what I mean, having yeah. someone like dm it and then just kind of going with the motions is one thing but actually really understanding the fundamentals like down to how the attacks work what the dice do like the different archetypes the classes like creating a narrative playing that out like the role as a dm the roles of player like the in and out of care all that stuff man it's just like to someone who's brand new that is like some next level storytelling yeah, overwhelming so the, in my opinion it's best <laughs> to start out with some of the um like the already set out for you adventures right mm -hmm. uh, what do they call them the um you can just buy a book and it's like an adventure right oh we're talking for dungeons and dragons mm -hmm. yes. yeah the dnd encounters yeah the dnd oh, encounters cool. perfect thank you it's been a really long time for me but um that would be a great way to start because you're going to learn so much just from going through those scenarios um modules we, we should they said yeah, in, like modules. They said that in there in chat. Cool, thanks, y'all. Um, I do gotta say though, I love D and D. I just know for a fact that um, I probably never. I'm I'm so far behind, right? During fourth edition, I was last played in second, so um, way far behind. So it would be a lot of catch up for me too. But mm -hmm. I do have to say that Baldur's Gate three, dude, has probably that's gonna be the most innovative CRPG. Maybe ever, dude. Have you guys seen what they're doing with the camera and no. how it like? It's not like I've been trying to stay away from it because I'm a big really? Baldur's fan. Yeah, dude, it's looking good. I watched like really? two hours of gameplay and like the camera's down there with you, and it like it like will move itself around to see like what's around you, but you can manually rotate it. Dude, it looks so sick, dude. I, I I think Baldur's Gate three. I'm so happy Larry and uh, got the uh, got the rights to do it. They're going to wow. do it justice, and that's as close as, in my opinion, the Baldur's Gate series as close as you can get to a D and D experience on your computer. Interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm like totally getting down with it, man. So you know what? This is a, this is we've talked a little bit about. So there was like national video game the other day, right? Yesterday, I think, right. And a lot of people are like, what was the game that got you into it all? And we've talked about some of our favorite 
you know, video games. Like if you all had to say what your, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask you to pick one game. Cause I know me. And if you asked me that question, I'd be like, why would you ask me something like that? Cause I can't pick one game and be like, that's the one that started it all. Or that's the one that some people have it. But if you're like, you know, if you were like, what's your, what was the first MMORPG you played? Like I could tell you it was world of Warcraft, right? If you were like, what was the very first game that got you into gaming? I could say it was probably like Mario Brothers or Pong, but it was really Zelda, The Legend of Zelda. But like, what about you guys? What were some of those games that really were the one, like your gateway game, if you will? RuneScape. Really? Oh, nice. I I haven't played it yet. Uh, Mist actually linked it to me. I, I haven't, okay? I have not. I just wasn't. Dude, don't judge me. I'm judging you. Okay, cool. You look like, like you're judging me. You should definitely <laughs> try it. Gateway drug. It was RuneScape. He's. I, like, you look like you're judging me. I'm like, you're talking about sitting on glass seats. And you're gonna. Okay, we're good. Yeah, now. we're good. That's the gateway into hardcore activities. <laughs> I haven't though. I haven't, man. I actually did download it though, so I'm I'm, I'm contemplating giving it a. You have to download RuneScape now. Well, you can, so, but listen, you? if you, if you're gonna play RuneScape what? old school, make sure you get that one. It's called like RuneScape Lite or something. It makes Lite? everything so much better. It's called really? something like that. Does well, anybody no, so know what I'm talking about? RuneScape, you'd literally go to RuneScape.com. The hell did I like, download then? Dude. You played on the webpage. You played on a on Internet Explorer. I wonder if it's the light version I got then, because it's like maybe had this like I didn't window. Know you had to download and... it now. It's been years since. Well, you maybe you can. I don't know. The one I got looked like the update had updated graphics. It didn't look like. Oh, you might have got RuneScape three. You don't want to do that. Ooh, two thousand one. Um, I don't know. Please hold. I'm gonna research it, but continue while I go and see what the hell I. So, Lexer, what got you into video games? Yeah, it's really hard to actually pick one because, like, my first one was like the original asteroid that you play like at oh an my arcade God, dude that like literally it's like triangle taking on weirdly shaped circles shooting blocks <laughs> that, yeah. that was like my one of my first ones um and there's so many that i can still remember to this day like you know asteroids pong pitfall uh test drive for the commodore 64 which was which was crazy back then yeah um Obviously, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Duck Hunt is was the first of its era. You know that was amazing. Um, God, it's just like okay. So one of the one of the first uh, RPGs I ever beat, I think it was the, uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, was one of the very first ones I ever played all the way through and beat it. And from that point, I basically played all the Final Fantasies on on Super Nintendo. Uh, beat them, and obviously the North American Final Fantasy three, or actually five, is still to this day one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I'm actually good. I'm actually afraid to play it again, <laughs> even though I want to, because I don't want to ruin the memories I have of it. It's still just as good. It won't. Yeah, ruin I mean, I play that like probably once a year. I love that I, game. I, I figured if I was ever going to stream again, I'd actually start doing like that one. Just like start there with like Breath of Fire three or something. Oh yeah. Um, like okay. Zelda is a big influence. I still, I think it was linked to the past. I still whistle to this day 
the little music you hear when you're walking around the world. Yeah. To this day, I still do that. Um, when it comes to MMOs, Ultima Online was my very first one. Um, didn't really have a good experience, but I was kind of a dickhead. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You can't imagine a... that, man. Like and, and they, they wanted you to be a dickhead in that game. Yeah, you can do some so things. So I was a dickhead. Oh, okay. It actually got to the point where there's there was PvP areas, mm-hmm. or unsafe areas, we'll call them, where people would actually seek me out because I was that much of a dickhead. And then that's when I was like, yeah, I'm done with this shit. Um, but obviously EverQuest is the one that got me, like, I'm never ever going to be happy outside uh, playing an MMO again kind of game. Uh, but even after that, there's been games that have had, you know, large influences on me. I met mm-hmm. a lot of good friends in World of Warcraft that I still remember going to the arenas for the first time. He was a hunter. I was a warlock. And the fact that we managed to even win any round, we were we were jumping and hollering and yelling and screaming at each other the whole time over it. Um, even to like just recently, Conan Exiles. I have zero respect for Funcom anymore. And I get in there and play. Yeah, it's still a buggy mess, but Funcom. Um, but, you know, there's only I think three of us that are playing right now. And we're having a great time because I don't, I'm not familiar with that world. And I love survival games. I play Empyrean, Ark. Uh, Savage Lands, Seven Days to Die, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think with, with with Conan, it's the fact that you can get a little more RPG-ish with the way the combat's set up. Yeah, that I'm really getting. I'm really getting hooked into that one now. So to say that I can pick even ten would be a huge disservice mm-hmm. to hundreds of games that I've played. I hear that. Still, they love. You know, I gotta say, for me, uh, I played Atari and the Commodore sixty four um, and things, but I didn't. Um, I didn't. I wasn't impressed with video games until I got my Nintendo, um, and then I started getting addicted to like everybody anywhere near my age to Mario and stuff. But the magical day for me was my dad came home with two games, and it was the original Legend of Zelda and the original Final Fantasy. Uh, at the same wow. time, he just happened to bring those two games home. Oof. And um, I remember, uh, and this is crazy because I couldn't do this now, but I got them and I opened them up and like there was the map, the Final Fantasy had this map, it had this like really thick play manual. Um, and I, I remember taking that map out, right? And and I hadn't even played an over-the-head type game yet. Mm-hmm. I'd never even seen that before. I'd only knew Mario style left and right. So I opened this mm-hmm. map, and I remember my first thought was, how? How can there be a world? Like, how could I go from here to here? And um, I loaded the game up, and I played Final Fantasy first. And, um, dude, that changed my life. Uh, that literally changed my life. That There was a story and, like, different lands and adventures and, uh, you know, leveling up and all that stuff. And um, between those two games, I spent, like, the next, God, I probably played those two games for like five years. Like yeah. I, I never got tired of those two games. Um, and uh, I, that was what brought, I wouldn't have played MMOs but wouldn't have been for those, but I also started MMOs with Ultima Online. And uh, that was a wild game. Um, 
it made me realize all the crazy stuff could happen in a MMO. Um, but then, of course, EverQuest, where I was like, dang, like, this is like a real world. Like, you're you know, actually there. You right. felt like you were really, the immersion was through the roof. So um, that would be probably my biggest uh, ones. Definitely the original Final Fantasy, the original Zelda just blew my mind. Original Zelda was amazing. Amazing. By the way, can I, I'm just going to brag about something. If you, any of you all ever, my brother Shazad is actually here in chat, but he's probably lurking or something. He lurks a lot. But if you ever see him talk, just just be aware. Like we both beat Zelda two. Um, I'm the only one that beat it when it was relevant, and also I didn't use a ROM save, bro. I played it <laughs> on the actual Nintendo. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Blood Dude, that, that, that one was that is one of if I want to be really honest like standalone games hardest accomplishment that's up there yeah I didn't beat the second one that was harsh and I got really far in the second one, but dude, I remember you would just get stuck. You just no, had no idea what to do. You'd be running through the same towns, talking to all the little ladies with the pots on their heads, <laughs> going through every <laughs> and you just would have to go back to school. There was no internet. You had to go back to school and be like, does somebody know what I am supposed to be doing next? Uh, the game was hard to crap, dude, but it was a fun. I, I spent a lot of time in it. Yo, dude, what about those days going back to school, remember? Oh, the the early days of, of gaming, man, was beautiful. You go to, I would, or at least for me, I'd go to school. And if you you had friends who had the same game, you were like, dude, how do you get past this level? Or you, yeah. those, those were, oh man, those were great times, man. Oh, I God. Used there was, uh... go, go ahead, Nathan. Oh, I was going to say, I used to be the the friend that like all, everybody called me, right? And I, I can't believe I had a memory this good, but people would call me. And, you know, no cell phones back then, you know, so I'd be sitting there with my little wire hanging and they would like, uh, they would be like, how do I beat this level? And I would just off my memory, walk them through, uh, beat levels. I was that guy. Everybody, I mean, my, the phone rang off the hook. Everybody mm -hmm. like, hey, this part. how do you beat this guy or whatever? And I would just sit there and walk them through it. Like, okay, you should be seeing this now and you're going to blah, blah, blah. Uh, but my favorite thing from back then was actually that. Everybody had that friend who would say crazy stuff, and you, there was no internet to prove them wrong. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got Final Fantasy XII. And you'd be like, dude, there ain't no Final Fantasy XII. They'd be like, I, it's from Japan. And like, you, you have to argue this guy. There was no way to prove they weren't lying. Like, I miss those days where you had to, you had to fight those, fight for the truth. There was no Google. You had to fight for the truth. <laughs> Like, did you, did you, did you beat it? Yeah, I beat it. Be like, what'd you do here? Be like, uh, and you know, if they're lying, they didn't actually know how to beat it. You know, you'd be like yeah. testing people, you'd be testing them, see if they knew like the tricks or not. You'd be <laughs> like, he lied. He didn't actually do it. Cause you have to really do this. Like I don't even have that game. I went to his house. Yeah. I'm a real geek man. Right. <laughs> Freak. I feel like so, you had something on your mind, dude. What was it you were going to say? I was like dying. Dude, I was like, uh, like, like the one game that I is like so vivid in my mind is Speak to Me Pikachu from Nintendo 64. I don't know what that means. I don't know if anybody's ever played that, but it was like the N64 game. You had like your controller and like there was like a mic attachment and you would like talk to Pikachu as he was like, you would go around and I remember it being like a house. Like you had like a, you were, the setting was like a house and it was like a little Pikachu and you would go around and scream and I'm like, Pikachu, you fucking sit down. <laughs> and go around. 
Uh, such language. I can't remember how old I was. Remember that was the one time I got my ass swearing because the motherfucker <laughs> would not listen to me, and I was just cussing my ass off. Just like sit down, Pikachu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like going off at your like controller or something, right? Your like, ass down. Do you guys remember how cheap the yeah. console version of Goro was? Oh my god! You guys remember he would just—he was so cheap the way he would fight. That was when my parents caught me. I mean, I—I I was flipping <laughs> out, dude. I was I had lost my mind. I like had both middle fingers at the screen, like just screaming. And I turn—I see the reflection in my TV that my mom's sitting there. I'm like, oh, man. I am. She's like, no video games for you until the rest of the month. What's wrong with you? Yeah, because like, couldn't, couldn't it be? Wasn't it something like you could be in the process of hitting him and he could just grab you? Yeah, he would grab you after you connected. Dude, him, he'd do like a jump kick, and it would be connected. He'd be like starting his animation being hit, and he would grab you and freaking throw. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Anybody have a brother or or sibling that would that would get their controller and swing it at you like a nunchuck? Yes, <laughs> I did that sometimes too. Were you? I, I was. I was. I wouldn't hit people with that. I was known for if I oh. got pissed. I would. I would do this and slam it in the ground. That was. My oh. Move. Oh, That's because my, my my brother Shazad would again, two for two. He's not here clearly, or he'd be voicing. I can hear him downstairs, but say so that he's gonna he's gonna come upstairs and be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little brothers these days, man. I forgot that controller move. That's oh, that's another thing gone. True. No, true. Oh man, dude! I had a duck hunt, you know, duck hunt on the original Nintendo. Uh, I was a, uh, I have, I have my, I have an old school Nintendo actually right over there, and uh, I was like, I hooked it up the other day. And I was gonna play Duck Hunt. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's got a, something to do with the TVs, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you- and I went and plugged it in, and I had no idea that was even a part, like gonna be a thing because I never have played it in a long time. Plugged it in. I was sitting there trying to shoot the screen. And I was like. Oh man! And I realized like there's no tube here. Like it's yeah. I'm like damn, feels bad. Yeah, it, it took a picture. It took a screenshot basically and sent it back to the computer for some reason. It doesn't work so hot. Work on that. the yep. So uh, did you guys mm-hmm. did you guys ever troll people where you figured out you could move the ducks if you had the second controller? Yep. But the person with the gun oh. didn't know that. Yeah. They're like, why are they acting like that? They never you can, do this yeah. stuff. Like, you can make them fat, flat faster. Yeah, yeah. And refer back oh. to my nunchuck controller situation and how that kind of usually played oh, out. Who, who remembers the Nintendo Power Glove? Oh, my God. We were too oh, poor to have yeah. one, though, so. Oh, I was poor as dirt. I didn't have one. We didn't have one. Oh, my God. Yard. Okay. I'm gonna nerd real hard here. You guys remember Captain N, the Game Master cartoons? Yes, definitely. Okay, me too. That's as far as I was going with that because I don't really remember much else <laughs> except for that I loved it. But didn't he have a power glove and his belt was yes. like a Nintendo controller? Mm-hmm. Yes, and he would use it sometimes. He would like jump by pressing it or something to that effect. I don't remember, but I remember they made Mega Man super lame in that cartoon. Oh, they yeah. did. But do you know how Mega I knew Man. that wasn't real life and I didn't buy into it very much though? Because he was really a jock when before he went into the game. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, he's not really one of us. That's the way I felt too. I was like, well, <laughs> not fair. He got to go. Okay, it's not fair. This guy got to go. Right. It's kind of like the early days of Twitch, right? Just yeah. <laughs> well, I remember uh, one of the kids oh, at school. 
He got the the bazooka for the Nintendo. Wait, a big what? shoulder mounted bazooka that and he would play Doc Hunt with. What? Oh wow. Yeah. I what? never had one of those or anything, but I knew about them. It was like a big Yeah. It was just like a big plastic that. tube with the little uh thing for your where you put your shoulder and buttons on the top. And it had this little little scope <clears> and it, it was chintzy as all get out, but my god. He just loved the thought of a duck hunting with a bazooka. <laughs> Man, I always wanted one of those gloves though, because I felt like, you know, when I was running around playing as a kid, I could throw it into my like backpack and it would be like part of my adventure kit. Yeah, I like low key totally played like a I had a duct tape shield that was like my my link shield and a little wooden sword, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's my it's dad, real life. Like, my dad would not let me play when I when I when I would whenever go over to his house, he had an Atari. And that's all I was I was only allowed to play his his Atari. Yeah. He did not believe in anything other like everything after that shit, he still plays the Atari. He has a Dang. tube TV in his little game room. Whoa. Has his Atari, has like this I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a box with a screen on it. And it, it has like a, a joystick and the buttons and shit. And <laughs> Oh, are you talking about where you had to put it on the TV? No, no, it was its own like what? enclosed gaming system. And it had like a, a God, I, on I, it. Know. I know what that is too. So, yeah. So you're saying your dad's a hipster? Oh, absolutely. He still he still plays in a fucking band. He's 47 years old. <laughs> yes. He, like a, he plays bass in a band. He's a vegetarian and grows his own fucking food. Like it's <laughs> he's he's totally like I know. I love the, I love to do to death, but yeah. it's just fucking hilarious because I'll love the death, to see my dad. Yeah, with him walking around. Oh, Cheryl's like your. Oh my God, your dad is. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Well, yeah. Listen, chat. Hey, you know what though? Uh, DTN, the defend the night, had actually posted a, a question up in their Discord recently, and I thought this was a good question because I know we I on the Ashes Pathfinder show which is Sundays, 5 p.m. CDT, right here on this channel if you want to tune in for it, for Ashes of Creation. There's my little, there it is, advertisement paid for by me. Oh, got to get that plug in. Got to, man. They synergize, dude. That helps each right. other. So you know what, though? The, this was a good question. We actually talked about this there a bit, talking about questing. And I, I this is actually something I, I feel like I'm always exploring with people because I'm curious what about quest systems and games you, like, really find positive anyway their question was do you enjoy questing you know do you uh you find them tedious what are your favorite types of quests uh, how often do you like to do them uh basically is there like a system for storyline or, or within questing that you enjoy so basically like what about questing is a positive thing what's a negative thing right i can tell you my negative real quick i don't like fetch quests i don't like dailies which i know freak we've talked about this here too well, what about you guys? Like, what quests really work well for you? I, I've got a, I got a seg segue into something in a minute, but let's start there. For me, it's the, I don't mind doing a quest chain if it leads to something that I can't live without. Hmm. Like that makes so like a legendary quest line. I mm -hmm. guess is the best thing, best way to explain it. Like in World of Warcraft, right? You get your legendary cloak by doing this quest line. I'll sit there and do it on twenty alts and not have an issue with it. But if it's anything else, you literally have to pull my fucking teeth to get me to do to, to do any sort of uh, like dailies. 
on like Isle Quelladonis was not that bad. Mm, yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But other than that, I, I fucking hate questing. I, I hate it. That's I Burning can't. Crusade content for World of Warcraft. If you don't know that, friends, just saying. Fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, those really weren't that bad at dailies compared to a lot of them in World of Warcraft. I was on a PvP server too, so it was like, <laughs> you know, was trying to kill this fucking like, yeah, that's fun. What elf dude? And I, Vine Storm on my palette. Fuck you. <laughs> that's right. I Paladin. like quests to be. Uh, I like them to be mysterious, right? Like number one, if you get. If everybody, if every NPC in the entire freaking town has a question mark over their head, I don't want to do any of them. Oh, I just walk yeah. in, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to do this right now. Excessive. I I like the old system where you just talk to NPCs because they gave you valuable information, or because they might tell you where something was, or they might have a quest, mm-hmm. and you just would stumble upon them, and you'd be like, oh cool, I wonder what this leads to, and it kind of had this mystery to it, like. I wonder if anybody's ever done this before. You know, like, sure they have. But to you, you're like, I wonder if anybody's ever found this quest or if anybody's ever completed it. Or I even like, this is really screwed up, but I even think it's kind of fun that there are bugged quests in EverQuest that you can't beat, like, to this <laughs> day. I think that's cool because nobody's ever beat that quest. We have no idea what the reward is. Nothing, right? So I think that's kind of interesting. And I just like, I think it's, I think it's more... I like there'd be some mystery in it. Like, yeah, I do want something for the quest, but I want it. I'm I want to have to figure it out and it not be obvious and tell me exactly where to go, what to do, how many to kill. I just want it to feel like somebody gave me a task and I got to figure out how to accomplish it. Mm. So, what about you, Luxor? Well, fetch quests are okay as long as it's not ridiculous. Like. Hand me that book. It's three feet away. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now go you pick know, ten don't, mushrooms. Don't, don't just ridiculous. Yeah. Talking to you, Bob. Um, <laughs> I would rather fill my underwear with murder hornets than to do dailies. <laughs> <laughs> dailies are lazy. An absolute disgusting design. And the worst thing to ever happen to MMOs. Dude. Period. Yeah. I'm writing I'm writing all these good ideas down. Hornets in the underwear. Got it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and, just, and just to make it worse. Rather than to do one of these like kill ten but till kill ten rabbits or kill ten pigs or kill ten foxes. You could take those murder hornets, give Freak a cricket paddle, and let him go to town on my junk. <laughs> Only if you buy the collector's edition. <laughs> Because I gotta fly out there. You can taper the paddle and just wail away. That comes you... with the ultimate package, guys. That's gonna cost the you like ninety nine, ninety nine per month. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know a lot of games do the kill ten foxes, kill ten wolves. Yeah. And there are points where that makes sense to do that. Like say in an event where I don't know, maybe the tavern's basements infested with rats, kill mm. the rats, and you just have to kill ten. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But if it's like, okay, go into the woods and kill 10 foxes. Why? Right. They're not hurting anybody. And they're just like, just do it. Because it's the epitome <laughs> of it. You killed 10 defenseless bunnies. Here, have an epic sword. You're like, excuse me? For bunnies? 
It's just ridiculous. It's you, okay. In some of these games, you're supposed to be a hero. Ooh. Have you ever watched like Conan the Barbarian kill ten rabbits? No, because they have to keep them from uh, unionizing. If they have a rabbit union, we're fucked. This is true. But yeah. that's, why, that's, why, that's why you put on bunny ears or bunny onesie and you go in, you join that union. You, go in. you infiltrate. That's what it was. You get your bunny union card, and you're safe. But I no, these rabbit ears are for role playing. Never mind. <laughs> with these. With these kill X or kill X number of whatevers, there needs to be more depth. There needs to be a reason. There needs to be something to make it interesting because it's just like say, okay, go pick up 10 rocks. Okay, go pick up 10 rocks. Now do that 100 times a day. I you guarantee know, you at the 10th time, you'll be like, fuck this shit. I know we've all done, seen that where it'll be like, go pick up 10 rocks. You're like, yeah, yeah, they're right there. No big deal. Go pick up 10 rocks. You bring back. Then they're immediately like, now go get 100. You're like, God, good God, why? Why are you making me do the same thing? If you were just told so me 100 from the beginning, I would have just walked yeah. away, right? And I mean, I don't. I, I understand why a lot of these games have it. It's, it's pretty much a staple at this point. But it's kind of like saying, okay... <laughs> Every single sport has to do something ridiculous. Well, why? Why do you have to? Why do you feel the need? Why can't you be bothered mm -hmm. to make these enjoyable? You know who did make the most enjoyable quests in all of RPG history, in my opinion? Hmm. The Witcher 3, man. Dude, Every oh my god, I yes. Did. Every quest I did, it was so cool, dude. dude. There was a twist to the story. Yes. It was never what you thought. No. Oh my god. Best quest yes. ever. And it wasn't like you go into a town and it's just like... You know, it right. was like you a lot of the time you found it through your your exploration, like yeah. through going around. So this is a good question. So J-Rod Andy said, here's the question. Then what would you do in lieu of quests that you don't like? And I think that's a great like The Witcher 3 was a great way to do quests. And if mm -hmm. I saw that in an MMORPG, I would probably be ecstatic. I mean, it, it's so immersive, man. Like everything yeah. about that game is immersive. Like that's. I remember playing that and thinking, dude, if this was an MMO, holy hell. Just don't let Bethesda do it. <laughs> and let's not forget that the uh, that the developers of The Witcher 3, you know, was a small little team, you know, comparative to, you know, Elder Scrolls or something like that. Um, small little team, not a whole ton of funding to make a game that good right oh, they just man. had a whole lot of soul man yeah a whole lot of soul. and that's why people are so pumped about uh cyberpunk right because yep. these guys are awesome they're on fire the problem is they'll get corrupted so enjoy it while it enjoy lasts it, yeah it was a great time playing the witcher i actually felt i i went and started playing like the witcher one oh boy what a difference in the games man um, yeah like the the combat system in that game was like, wait, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, you know. But, I, but he did that instead. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Um, so then you take the idea of questing, and and I, I pose another question: What are games that have had the best stories you've ever played, and what made them that? Stories, yeah. Totor probably had the best game. personal story. Any game, any game. I was going to say, for me, like, MMOI SWOTOR. Um, when it comes to any game, honestly, like, it's hard to beat that Final Fantasy V on Super Nintendo. 
He means six. You mean six. Or, or six, is it? The one? Yeah. In North America, it's three. Yeah, Whenever, five didn't even come yeah. out to, in America until okay. way later. Yeah, it was okay. six. So yeah, that one. Because that one, think about it. How much play time do you get out of that game when you played it? And if you know anything about the technology of those cartridges, there is very little memory on those damn things. Like, we're talking phones have astronomically more memory than those things. And how many hours do we get just on our first playthrough? It's ridiculous. The story is something you'll always remember. I mean, I still remember bits and pieces of it. Like, I'm not a big fan of opera. I remember the opera scene. Yeah, the opera scene, yeah. I remember the ghost train. Yes. I remember the island falling. You know, there's so many scenes in that game that the story even though you had to read the whole damn thing and it drives me nuts and there was a lot of reading, yeah. I still loved it. Dude. I've never been able to get into a quest line. I, I, I haven't had one yet. That's like drawn me in so much to like, I have to complete these fucking quests. It's always been mandatory for something that I've done in the game. Like in any game. To me, any game, yeah, I can't. Have I cannot you played the Witcher game. Three? I haven't played the Witcher series, dude. I bet you that would do it for you. Bro, it's three, so good. Holy crap! Because you're three. like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go kill this ghost. I get it. I gotta go. Actually, kill you know what? Destiny. Really? Destiny might have been the first one that really got me into questing. But my issue is, is that I do not like playing single player games. Mm-hmm. I've always, because it's probably because just like the way that I grew up in mm-hmm. the game world is just that it's always been an, an like an mmo for me mm. i've always runescape maple story world of warcraft eso i've always like mmos straight through and i've always made sure i got my group of friends and we mm-hmm. did everything together i've never sat down and like played a storyline game oh legend of dragoon you know, yeah oh that was a good that one. that was that was a good one real quick though uh i do have to say this there's a game called Outward you might enjoy. I wanted to throw that out there for you because you can play a two-player freak, and mm-hmm. it's an RPG all the way, um, but it's two players. So if you like multiplayer and you want a cool RPG, that's one of the best, maybe. Okay, what was it called again? Outward. It's Outward. a small development team, old-school style, like difficult freaking... Um, the coolest death penalty I've ever seen in a video game ever. Um, it's like RNG. Where were you when you died? What happened to you depends on what happens to you. So, like, you could die, and then there's bandits nearby, and they drag you back, and you're a prisoner, and they make you, like, their slave. Or maybe... They make you dance in a cage. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It has great reviews on Steam. Yeah, you go out, and it's just an adventure, man. You just go out, and it has quests, but, like, the quests are more like just to make you go out and do (laughs) stuff. Like, yeah. is, you, is that you're the really one, making your own adventure, honestly. Is that the one where the mag- magic is incredibly tedious, but you have to use it? You don't have to use it. I played the game without with only a couple of things. But yeah, the magic is like um, you got to lay out a rune. Um, so you might ha- you might know how to make a projectile. So then mm-hmm. you, cat- you make the fire at the rune, and then it, whatever rune that right. is, it could be an AOE. I always, it could be a- I always thought it was it was a neat system, but definitely needed another pass. Yeah. I, I, yeah, the magic. I I, I'm, I never pick a magic uh, caster anyway. I'm the boring melee guy. But uh, I, my wife did it some, and she she got by. Right? Um, she didn't think it was the world's best thing, but she figured out enough to get by. Um, I think for story wise, 
it would depend on the day, but for today, I'm going to have to say Morrowind because the game Ooh. blew my freaking mind, dude. Every yep. thing that happened in that game, um, I could be wrong, and I could have just not known what I was doing, right? But I remember, I thought at least there was no markers on the map. I I was writing down what they said, like, follow the path, pass the swamp, make a lab. You know, like, I really felt like I was in that world. And um, that game pulled me out of EverQuest for at least a few months. Like, I was right in the middle of EverQuest, and Morrowind was so good that I was playing it instead of EverQuest, which was crazy Man, uh, that it was able to do that as a single-player game. Man, I feel like lately I've been having more single-player RPG games start to take hold and pull me back in. Because I've been having a hard time staying immersed in an MMORPG lately. Yeah. ESO is the last one I can even play just because, I don't know. It's all, it's all you know, Bad Axe, you talked about this, you know, it just looks so good and glutton for punishment every damn time, man. But I mean, I've been looking at like Breath of the Wild, Zelda, because mm. I haven't done all the DLC stuff for that yet. I just played through the main story. I, I still didn't complete it. I got that book. Sitting right over there. I got it on Switch. Got a Switch not too long ago. Well, a few months ago. It's not too long ago for me. You know, <clears throat> hashtag boomer, I guess. But whatever. Well, you Shadowlands guys. is going into beta next week. So I if you haven't done it yet, I can't. Your beta settings. I can't. Do it. Fuck you. Why not? On principle. Don't do it. Fuck your principles. <laughs> Wait, hold gonna, on. I, Freak, are I'm you Alliance or Horde? Are you Alliance, Alliance. or Horde? Yeah course this is exactly your horde but i can faction change something you know for the horde big deal to me i don't give a fuck actually i do have two alliance characters too so i'm dark spear i think it's easy i just i want to see i want to see the new player experience i want to see what that's all about because you know they're changing it yeah i mean honestly that's all i'm going to be streaming once it drops i'm I'm that's all I'm waiting for right now. I've exhausted the current expansion that WoW has, and I've exhausted classic. And I am only playing ESO because it's just the combat keeps me into it. Fuck your principles. <laughs> like honestly, man, they I remember watching a live stream, right? And uh like look, man, I a big part of like the whole podcasting thing and like my inspiration for that. Like I talked about this on the uh, Pathfinder show on Sunday, like a big part of what, like, you know, where I like drew inspiration was tank spot videos. If you remember old wow. Tank. Oh spot yeah. 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 With, like lore. Right. Before now he worked, he actually works at blizzard now and stuff. But yeah, like I remember, uh, you know, back in the day, like that, just the, the vibe of the wow community back then, like, uh, I've thought about going back and checking in and doing that stuff, but dude, I just, I just, and on one of the last dev live streams, it was probably a several back or whatever, but I like watch Bellular gaming a lot on YouTube mm -hmm. to actually gauge what's going on in the game. And so it looks like they're trying to give more class identity back to wow classes, but I don't know if it's enough to bring me back with the way this, if you watch anything as of like this past week. Yeah, I haven't. People are fucking excited. Of course like it's. What you, I see classic dying. Like I see classic dying just because of Shadowlands coming out with the amount of excitement. The only complaint that there is right now is with the covenant system. There's one covenant mm -hmm. that is the DPS increase, and everybody's leaning towards playing that covenant. There's not a lot of like. They didn't like 
level it out between the three different covenants. So everybody's just going to be going to the one that obviously maximizes their DPS, which is kind of lame, but expected, but lame. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody seems to be nothing but positive feedback so far. And they added a boob slider. Wait, what? Really? I mean, yeah. wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, so, and that goes into like the amount of character customization they added. It's turning into right. sort of like the ESO character customization. Like we're finally getting character customization. Damn it. Like leaves in the fucking night elf hair and shit like that. Really? And, Stop oh, doing yeah. this. What are it, you doing? What are you doing? I'm getting you. This to is how this game. This is how it's done. Actually, I'm I'm sitting here taking notes on how he's tempting you. This is good. You're good at this. What? Because you're, you're gonna try right here? No, I was Dude, going to anyway. You don't. I play bro. anything. I told you guys, I'm desperate. <laughs> I will play anything. If the MMO launches, None. Shadow launches after the stream for twenty bucks on Steam, I'll buy it and I'll play it. I, I'm desperate. I'll do anything. You guys don't know how but, hardcore I've played WoW before, though, man. Not as bad as me. Oh, I've no, missed funerals man. and weddings. It's pretty close, dude. Rating. I mean, I may or may not have lost a job once because of it. It's oh, I didn't graduate high school because of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, understandable. I have a diploma, but <laughs> printed it off the internet. You know what's sad, though? You know what's <laughs> sad, guys? I can't. There's somebody, I can't, dude. There's somebody out there who has <laughs> lost their job over one of these crappy MMOs we got today. And that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. That makes me really sad that there that that still happens, but on a much crappier game yeah. than what we had back in the day. I can't. I have to resist. Or must resist. Must. I'm gonna gift you fucking Shadowlands at this point. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> then you'll feel. Obligated. No, don't don't feel bad, Sam. I'd rather fr- I'd rather French kiss a <laughs> rabbit, honey badger. <laughs> How'd you get my porn name? My name is French Rabbit What happened to Sim, man? He was like, he was making videos and doing podcasts and like doing all this stuff. What happened to him? I don't know. Don't worry. Don't worry. He'll be, he'll be back in three months. Yeah. That's when everyone quits. <laughs> Have a little hamster bottle where his <laughs> mic was. He's trying to get the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the I... damn arenas all the time. That's the problem with me. Like, I was doing. Oh, gotcha. Dude, the last time I played, it was at the end of Legion. I was doing, I was, I was pretty much like raiding three days a week, four days a week, and then the rest of the time I wasn't raiding. I was in the arena. Mm. I was up too late. wasn't getting enough sleep. So wait a minute. Let I me get this straight. I'm an eight season gladiator. You didn't play BFA in your what? Because BFA was why everybody got mad and left. Wow, I thought. Yeah, well, I saw it was coming, and that's when I stopped playing. I was like, F- oh, okay. You saw the storm coming. and Yeah, I, at the end of Legion, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? I can't. I Legion is when I also started, like... It was at the end of, yeah, it's like the yeah, third yeah. patch. And, or the third I really didn't even content. play Legion, like, consistently enough. Like, I think I got, like, a bunch of, like, the legendaries and shit, because you could get a legendary for breathing heavily into your like, <laughs> left direction. Like, it was... Or just tagging Girl. a boss and sitting off I'm to the side. Like an auction house and shit. Dude. Anyway, I played it on and off, um, but yeah, I, I it lost me. 
Yeah, it was just it, it was the it was the same. See, it's the same thing for me as when I tried Arcade Unchained when it was relaunching and everything, which was let's go grind out some every day, log in, grind out for this currency to dump into gear that we're trying to level up. And that's the base level of why I'm jumping in and grinding out the same thing every day. Dailies, yeah. this currency, like that whole element to me is what caused me to feel more and more distance from the genre. Yeah. I For agree. me. Dailies, dailies, like even talking about them puts this pit of dread in my stomach. Like, uh, it's like, a, that's when it becomes a job, right? Where it's like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta go on like, daily. Reface I'm like, well, they're not they're not dailies, they're not a world quest. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Huh? Yeah. Oh, like, multi-currencies. It'll make me want to end my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate games having multi-currencies. Yeah, that was a big complaint, like a lot of people had for, for MMOs too. If you have to scroll through a fucking currency tab, you fucked up somewhere. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I agree. I yeah, agree. like I'm saying. <laughs> That is a cheap way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I understand there being more, more than one currency, being a few. Um, but geez, dude, yeah, uh, it gets out of because you're having to manage too much. It's just, it goes back to that like feeling like it's a job. I've got to get my conquest currency. I've got to get my honor. I got to have my gold. I got to have my shards of whatever the fuck, and I've got to have all this stuff. How bad design? Gold, and, honor. Uh, gold honor. Gold for PvE, honor for PvP. And yes. leave it need. right there, dude. Perfect. Yep, perfect. We got yes. PvP, we got PvE. We're good. Yep. Balance. What, make that shit account, account bound? <laughs> I still don't know why gold isn't account wide. I mean, or if you should have like an option to do it. Yeah, I agree. But why yeah. not? Like, yeah. Even if it was just gold in the bank. Ooh. Here's what I, I can I understand honor not being because it's tied to PvP and you could like. You know, I can get on, but gold, come on, you can freely trade that. So, this is uh, completely off the cuff here, but this is why I love, man. You always get this is my Friday, man. For all of you who don't know, this is my Friday. Like, I grind Monday through Thursday doing my day gig, I do streaming, and then Thursdays, like, this show is like my Friday. This is like the best part of my week, one of the best parts of my week. I get to come let loose, hang out, and just have a good time chatting, man. That's what I love about this. And I always come up with something, man. It ties either back into another show. It ties into the next one. But this is what I just had in my mind. I've been wondering this for ages. From like, I want, want to know what you guys think. Like, the account wide system is what like cu- like pulled me in on this, right? Like, I agree, right? If I can get on multiple characters and I can trade the currency between them, like, why, why put that? Why make it to where I have to do that? Like that's more time in the game I'm playing, the game you designed, than I am bouncing back and forth, right? The bouncing back and forth always taxed me. But the idea of like switching mains, okay? Mains and alts in games, right? Especially in MMORPG. I don't mind having alts, right? How do you all feel about like achievements and things like that that tie into one character versus an account? Do you feel like that stuff should be an account thing? for you as a player or do you feel like it should be tied to like a character? I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Me? Go. Me? No, it's, um, I think, uh, 
I like account wide achievements. I wish that you got an achievement based off your role, though. So you completed a raid as a healer. You already have to mark your role as a healer, as a support, as a DPS, as a tank. Getting an achievement saying that I completed uh, Black Temple as a healer because I marked my role as a healer, completed the raid as that, and cool beans. Um, yeah, I can't change my role in combat, so I obviously started the fight as this and ended the fight as this. There really is no reason to even try to, I guess, like fake it in a in a in a way. Yeah, but I like the idea better because um, it just makes it just I like having the the titles across my account. Like I I earned that as a player. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And what if you want to you know change mains down the road, which was one of the things I always thought about. Like, cause I play. Well, there was a point when I played World of Warcraft where they, I felt like they destroyed my paladin. I would have made my DK at that point, but yeah. so much work, and I actually made it. Uh, it was in Wrath. I actually was like so frustrated that I started going. and I grinded out reps and exploration and all that stuff before, you know, World of Warcraft. You had to run around. You had to go from flight points to get the exploration achievements and all that junk. And I did that on my. Death Knight. I went and started farming the rep. I went through back, back and did like the all the uh, Burning Crusade stuff, and I was like catching up. And I had like over thirty something reps exalted on my alt that I was gonna make a main. And then they started, you know, they started making things account wide and everything. And then it got all weird. And I don't know how it is exactly now, but it was like kind of weird. weird. It still doesn't quite cross over. Like uh, it doesn't. So I have a total yeah. of twenty five thousand achievement points. Yeah, in World of Warcraft. And I mean, out of like out of like thirty one thousand that you can get, I have twenty five thousand. But even when I go between so many characters, it always fluctuates. So, of course, if you if you choose, you just go dark with your shiny paladin. Well, I I was so frustrated too. I think reputation should be fucking account wide. Yeah, that shit is so fucking annoying to me that it's not because you're earning it as a player. In a system like World of Warcraft, I agree with you. Now, in a system more like EverQuest or Pantheon, where uh, you might make you like, okay, so having good reputation for this faction. See, in World of Warcraft, just having good faction is great, right? But like, yeah. it's complicated. So, like, if I have good faction with this race, with this character, I might not want this other character to have good faction with that race. I might rather. Mm. Uh, you know, because that would hurt the faction on this race, who for this character, I would rather, you know what I mean? So for World of Warcraft, I agree. Why not? Because that's something that where you're just trying to, it's, it's, it's another thing you're just trying to basically level up, right? It's your faction. Yeah. And that just based off like the, the, like how WoW is like going into this like account wide. Yeah. Like build essentially. Like, every, like everything's turning into account wide. Yeah. yeah. Like, and why not have account wide quests? Like, because their argument is that the reason why reputation isn't account wide is because you can do the daily quest on each character. Then fucking nix that for the reputation. Like, bring back rep grinding. Mm. Like, I have the insane title that I can wear on all my characters. So why not just give me the reputation that I got to get that title? On yeah, I don't know. It just pisses me off. What I if what if, what if they had a bottle you could get right, and you could farm experience or faction or whatever, and and it. Put it in a little bottle. It didn't mm. even apply to that character, but you could transfer that bottle to, yeah. it or even sell it. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. Maybe that might not be they do have some stuff like that. 
Do they? In yeah. Some, st- some stuff, not to where you can directly put it into like what you choose, but you can it's go. Tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokens. Uh, you can farm like tokens for certain certain factions. Not all of them, though. But they oh, do right. have. Sure. But, but sure. the point is they do have something similar already. So it wouldn't be a. Doesn't seem like it would be a with as much account wide as they've got going on. Yeah. It, it so does. For what for what Sim is saying, so you can complete the the world quests and you'll get a token for that character yeah. to consume. Mm-hmm. But if you went over and did an event and looted a chest, the token that you would have a chance of receiving from that would be account wide that you could trade to your account. Mm-hmm. So there were some things that did give you the one that you could bring to whatever character and there's yep. the ones that you had to keep on the current character mm-hmm. and the ones that you had to keep on the current character were more frequent than the account wide ones so you're still forced to consume that in a in a in a way okay makes sense kind of yeah for me with achievements um if it's something that that like if it's vanity account wide no doubt about it when it comes mm. to something like faction, it all depends on how your faction is set up in the game. If it's something that alters the performance of your character, then yeah, that needs to be character only because we'll take what you're saying, but from Shadowlands where you can choose one mm. to for DPS increase. Maybe I don't want that because I'm a healer. Maybe I don't want that because I'm mm. a tank. So making that account one really wouldn't be a good idea because then you're going to have to fl- flop back and forth depending on whatever character you feel like playing. For something like cash, it, it with emergent it makes sense to keep that character only, but from a quality of life, it makes sense to have a system where you can easily transfer that money or make that money accessible through like a shared bank, how EverQuest One did it, where you just throw it in the bank and everyone mm-hmm. can go. Um, but like, I don't. The, the the game Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr does a really neat system. Instead of doing achievements, they do something called Heroic Deed, where it's just something like, you know, kill 100 enemies with a pistol, something like that. Right. Now, if it's something that can only be done by a certain character, in this case, it's a Crusader, because um, it's, you know, kill them with a Crusader ability. Well, what that does is that increases your Crusader character with whatever the reward is. If it's something that can be done on any character, like say just use a grenade or just kill a bunch of demons, then that ends up benefiting all characters. Um, honestly, I think instead of achievements in games were the single worst idea that's ever come out of Blizzard. Ever. Yeah. I was about to say that I wish they didn't exist. You know what they yeah. used to do instead of achievements? They used to do titles. Mm-hmm. You, if you did something a lot, you might get a special title. And so you could be like really proud of that title, like uh, uh, the Dragon Slayer, because that means you killed a dragon raid a, a hundred times. You know what I mean? Or yeah. whatever. Or mm-hmm. the PvP ones, you know, uh, which those are definitely World of Warcraft in every PvP game, probably, where it says you've killed, uh, maybe it's not World of Warcraft, where, where it says you've killed a specific freaking, like you're the Null Slayer, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Um, that's cool. I think titles are way cooler than achievements. I think achievements was a really good idea for console games. And maybe for like Steam, right? But for an MMO, it's just kind of like... You're just busy work for the, for those of us who are more partial to OCD behavior and want to be completionist. Yeah. It's a way to just milk extra time out of those players. 
It yeah. doesn't require any real thought. I mean, I've made achievement systems. They do take quite a bit of work. So it's like that could have been spent somewhere else, like those man hours, and then something a hell of a lot better. But I, I do agree with that in, in, yeah. a, in a way because it's there's a lot of stupid fucking achievements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess the, to all the animals or whatever. There's a lot of stupid achievements. Right. Some of them are pretty important because yeah. there's, it's your way of showing that you completed this raid. Like right. I agree with raid achievements, yeah, dungeon right. achievements, but like does, the amount of because when critters you, I've killed, really? Like, you do achievements to prove you've done something that ends up segregating your community because yeah. the day that I canceled my account with WoW is because I was a, an endgame raid tank. I was geared, maxed out, waiting for the next expansion. And I was helping another raid, just a pug raid, get into um, mm. that. I think it was like mm. a 10-man. And they, the, the guy was like all excited that he's always oh, got, you know, we got a max gear tank. And um, he started telling people, uh, you have to link me the achievement that you've already done this to get in this raid. I hate I, that. Are you fucking serious. Dude. You're not willing to let anybody in here unless you've done it before. Yeah, that's that's pointless. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And it all because of the achievement system promotes that kind of behavior. Right, right there. I logged out, canceled my account, and I have not been back since. That's a uh, I, I, I yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was thinking I, that's something that I completely agree with too. Because like that was one big thing about my was going like the way that uh, my stream used to run is that I would bring in so many people that did not know the raid. Yeah. And we, I would sit there for hours. Like I was in a fucking um, frost vault run for eight and a half hours with one person that did not understand the fucking mechanics what? to the third boss fight. The one with the whole, like he would shield himself. Oh and you'd yes. have to Oh around. my God. I, right. I, would, I was in there for eight hours teaching what? him the mechanics for this. And then uh, Destiny 2. In Destiny 2, I was... I, I sherpaed so many different raids, so many different dungeons, and that was like... Because that's how I grew up playing. Like, who, who gives a fuck if you have the achievement or not? Right. How are we supposed to get yeah. people that know the content? Because you're, you're going to sit there and bitch and moan mm -hmm. about not finding a tank, not finding a healer. But you don't know that this guy that's never done this before isn't the best damn healer you ever met in your life. True. Right. You're going to him from playing the game mm -hmm. that's supposed to be for fun because he doesn't have an achievement. Yeah. Right. When, when I had that, when, when I joined that raid, the pug raid that eventually made me quit the game, I even had an argument with the guy, an open raid chat, and told him, you need to at least, at least let two people in a 10 man that have not done this before. And he's like, well, I don't want to waste my time. I was like, dude, I can tank this stuff with my eyes closed. I probably can take hits better than anybody here. Well, I can guarantee you that because of the gear I had. Plus, I was potted up. I was full raid, raided, ready. And I told him, I was like, you're not going to get any easier than it's going to get right now. Because I've done this a thousand times. I've got all the gear. I've got the skill through hours of making sure I have that skill. I could, we could probably do this with five people at this point because the sad thing is, is that I even pulled in a healer 
from another raiding guild. It was actually a competitor guild to the guild I was in. And he was willing to help out too. It was like, you, we've got this thing in the bag. You have to let at least two people in. And he basically just, you know, started Chris like, well, I don't do shit. I'm the fucking raid leader. And it's just like, fuck this camp. I'm out. I'm done. It's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. But to be fair, WoW is probably the most toxic community in an MMO I've seen besides, you're going to, you're going to laugh at this. Hello Kitty Online. What? That community is <laughs> brutal. Really? I'm not kidding you. He's you like, like, you smell that? You smell that? You smell like a brony coming up here soon. You ask anyone how to do anything in that game, and they literally start saying how they're going to like strangle your mother while she's sleeping and make you eat her flesh and stuff. And you're just like, dude, what? What the fuck happens in Hello Kitty Online? What is really going they on? They added the hardcore raids. Shit. What? That's my fucking catnip, you dumb bitch. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Hello Kitty Online actually has what's considered to be the most difficult in-game content of any game online. Are you kidding? You look like you're... He looked like he was... Could you tell he was about to laugh, dude? I was like, bullshit. <laughs> no, that is, it is literally the most brutal because on bet, someone bet me that I wouldn't ever play that. So I did. Yeah. I downloaded it. So I played it. And I basically asked one thing because I didn't under I was like, you know, the hapless shits. It's a Korean freaking game or a Japanese game. I don't understand the the logic behind half of this stuff. So I asked a simple question, and the shit that I, I mean, it was like a half hour of people telling me how I need to go like jump off a cliff or to slip my wrist on the way down. Oh, and, like, you know, you know my uh, yeah. What made you download Hello Kitty online? A bet. Oh, a bet. I don't believe that shit at Wait, you I'm don't believe? <laughs> Not one fucking bit. I knew you were a Hello, a Hello Kitty online player. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's hidden behind here. It's my Hello <laughs> That's why it's a green oh, screen. But man. Attack of the scratch. That, that toxicity. That toxicity we're talking about is really dangerous, though. Yeah. Uh, I've actually played an MMO before where uh, I was progressing to get to raid, to get raid ready, right? And the progression was... Next, after max level, just like most MMOs, I had to run certain dungeons to get some of that gear, yada, yada, yada. So I was doing that progression path and went into a dungeon. You know, this is not a difficult dungeon. This is exactly what I was supposed to freaking be doing to get a couple of drops uh, for, you know, best in slot to get to the next, to get to the actual best in slot. And actually got kicked out of the of the whole thing. Like, and they, before they kicked me out, they said, your gear sucks. It's like, dude, that's the only reason that anybody would run this. Like, yeah. why are you here if you have good gear? Oh, no. It makes See, zero sense. That reminds yeah, but me. They were getting tokens. They were getting tokens. See, that reminds me of, you know, modern day Rift. Well, no, I don't know how it is now because I haven't played oh, in a while. But, you know, you've got to run these heroic dungeons to get tokens to buy the gear. They expect yes. you to be wearing the gear that you get in there. Yes. And you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to get it? It's exactly in there. Wait, I had it still is playable. I don't know. It uh, is. You I, can. I went back and played it. Yeah. Rift is not very populated from mm. my experience, but it yeah. man, Rift was is a cool game. I wish it they was. would do it, I was a bar. something. I was stoked. I'm like, I'm gonna 
fucking play my guitar and kill shit. Like I was freaking <laughs> out about it. When I went back to Rift and it turned into a token grind game, I played with a buddy oh, I met now. And he was a healer and he literally had to go into these groups with me and say, like, if you kick him out, I'm leaving too. And you can't find another healer. There's like uh, four on the damn server. You know, that was the mm. only way. And, you know, I, more often than not, people are like, well, I don't know how you even manage to tank that. It's like, because I fucking pay attention. I know Rip, what to do. Rift had some of the coolest looking mobs in a, it, in a modern MMO, dude. I would love their mob creative. design. Yeah. I had a lot of fun in that game. It just seemed like, it just seemed like not put together that well. Yeah. What, yeah. What drew me away I think, I, I'm trying to remember, but didn't that come out after Sword Tour released? Okay, because I remember well, I, I found That's when it like I, it caught my eye to say when I like Sword Tour. I feel like it was because I feel like I was like rocking Sword Tour, and then after the Rockul quest uh, or content patch for Sword Tour came out, that was when I stopped playing because I didn't feel like there was enough for me to do. I was like living that game, and then I feel like I might have eight wow killers at that point. Everything was a wow killer. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. went to try Rift. I mean, it was right when it launched, but I played it for a while. I was like, I just can't do this. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't stay into it. Something, yeah, there was something. It was there something was about something. the movement, I think, that felt weird to me. I couldn't quite place it. Yeah. You know what time it is, though? I am so sorry. Usually, at about an hour and a half in, I try to make sure we're done. Because people on the show have lives. And I don't like extending my guests or my party members any any longer than that. you guys. You guys don't have lives. I didn't know that any of us. My, did. I'm my, sorry. My, I didn't spell that. Attached to a sentence. <laughs> I think. <laughs> that, oh, never mind. I'm not gonna make you something. Use that sentence. Actually, I was gonna say something. Never mind. <laughs> it's about that time, though, dudes. Always a great time here on the show, but why don't we uh, let you guys shout out your domains, where you reign, and and everyone here can find you. Total Freak, we'll start with you. Okay, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Total Freak. I stream 6 o'clock Hawaii time, starting again tonight. Come check it out, doing PvE and PvP content. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Lexer. If you find, if you actually actively seek me out, there is seriously something wrong with your mental state and you should seek help immediately. But if for some reason you feel like being around my insanity for more than 14 seconds, you can find me anywhere that has Defend the Night. There you go. Nice. The Nathan Napalm. Uh, so I'm going to advise everybody, please don't look me up. Look up Asmanhole because I want you to watch it. And if you look up Asmanhole, <laughs> you'll find me. And that's what I want you to see. I don't want you yeah. to see. I don't want you to see anything else. I want you to start there. So just uh, A-S-M-O-N-H-O-L-E on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it is. It, it'll go down in history as Nathan Napalm's crowning achievement. I, well, um, actually, I've got a sequel coming out this week. It's It's catchy. It's good. The point. It's freaking funny i mean well done i on haven't that. watched it yet i'm not gonna watch that dude it's 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 worth yeah you gotta watch it yeah okay i'll watch it it's short it's like four minutes long right i can't watch it everybody's too long and <laughs> I, I, 
leave this show yeah. by saying I would rather have an Iron Jacob's Ladder <laughs> take a long pour through a magnet factory than play a paladin. That's that's a great lecture. I'm going to tell you where you can find this paladin. In not, not in Lexer's dreams. I don't know, man. I don't have the cool, really, like, brutally just crush the heart of a friend uh, type of, this, you know, references I that have, he has. I have so. to break you so that I can rebuild you better no, and no. stronger. In a shadow knight. I already know where you're going with this. I, I Look, you already... I mean, look, I went vamping in the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm probably going to at least play a Shadow Knight and defend the night. Like, what else do you want from me? As all Sounds like someone was in the Air Force. But hey, I want to shout out the show. You can leave us You can leave us a, a message that we can play live at 1-539-664-6801. You can hit us up on Twitter at the LFM show. Uh, you can drop something in the mailbag at the LFM show at Gmail. And uh, of course you can catch us live here on Thursdays, 5 PM CDT home of the crusade right here on Twitch TV forward slash Simorg. That's right. Lights justice, baby. And I'll say you might want to spell that for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You did, it's how it sounds. And in, in, no, it sounds smirk. It, you say, it like no, that's how it looks like. It sounds, that's not actually how it sounds. Another spelling is actually with an O. Do you but... fail kindergarten? No. Google that shit. Okay. No Check my. the mythos, man. Jesus. Adeniums. Adeniums in chat. That's yeah, enough out of you, Adeniums. That's <laughs> enough out of you. Google that shit. And on, on that note, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week here on the show. Fare thee well, friends, for the crusade. Bye. <laughs>